Welcome, listeners, to another episode of Over the Line, a maintenance disruptive podcast. And I'm your host, Steve Doby. Today, we welcome Ryan Chan, CEO of Upkeep, to the show. Ryan and his team at Upkeep have put together a maintenance community which can be found at upkeep.org. This community is put together to provide a free place to connect with other maintenance and reliability professionals. If you are looking for support on a project, career advice, or you want to help somebody with their challenges, log in and get chatting. Even if you aren't looking for anything specific, join us online and poke around. Maybe you'll find something you didn't know you needed. This is a particularly special topic during the holiday season. 2020 has been a rough year. and This holiday season is a tough one for a lot of people. Our connection to our communities, our families, they've drifted. Many of us can no longer spend the holidays in the companies of others. If you know somebody that may be missing that human connection over the holiday season, reach out. Ask how they are doing. Invite them for a virtual hangout, a virtual trivia session. Just reach out and make that connection so they know they are not alone. If you are feeling lonely, reach out to friends, to family, or even reach out to the Upkeep community. There will be people active on the community during the holidays. You can chat about maintenance and reliability or any other topic you like. You can ping me. I love science fiction. I have a ton to say about the ending of the new Star Wars show, The Mandalorian. There are thousands of people on the maintenance community willing to chat. You just need to make the first step. Reach out and ask. Now let's get to our episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Maintenance Disrupted. We've got Ryan Chan here from Upkeep. Uh, How's it going today, Ryan? It's awesome. It's a beautiful start to the week for, for me here in uh, sunny California. Lucky you. I've put a sunny background on all my Zoom meetings just so that uh, I feel like I'm warm, even though there's plenty of snow outside. Um, <laughs> Ryan, you've been a guest a few times on the podcast when Rob was a host, or Rob was the host, and it was Rob's podcast. Um, but I, we haven't had you on since uh, since we've rebranded, which was only a week or so ago, and uh, since Blair and I took over. So uh, great to have you on. And, and today we wanted to talk a bit about the maintenance community that you and up, and your Upkeep team have put together. It's been a fantastic resource for so many people already. And I love the giveaways. I won one the, the other day. I was super excited. <laughs> and I haven't been as active on there as I should. And so I was super excited when I got a uh, a message there saying I won. I was like, oh, awesome. I didn't, don't remember signing up. So it's fantastic. So just diving into the episode, I, w- I want to talk a bit about your community and what you guys are bringing and, and why you started it up. So I guess my first question centered around the pandemic. Um, how has the pandemic impacted the, the maintenance and reliability community that you've seen? I mean, Stephen, you've probably seen this as well, but you know, there's been a lot of shift in the whole maintenance reliability community, it's shifted depending on which industry you're in, which area, which location, geographic location you're in. But what we've noticed that that's kind of common throughout every single person that we've stepped, that we've talked to, is that there's some portion of people that are basically being asked to work from home. And that's very different in this industry. Typically, it was all the wrench turners going out into the field. Um, and now what we've seen is that there's, there's a small portion of people that are now working from home, and that's very interesting. And so what we've realized is that 
you know, there's still this really important community aspect of people that are working from home that want to still build a community of people that they know that they can learn from, that they can work with. And that was kind of the, the inspiration behind building this community. You know, the second piece of that is that the second half of, of people, and I wouldn't say it's actually split 50-50, but the bulk majority of people that we talked to are still working on the front lines, you know, throughout the entire pandemic, even when it was at its worst. Uh, what we realized is that there's still a lot of people on the front lines supporting, sustaining this world that we live in. And that was, uh, you know, really important for them to also build connection community and learn from other people of what's good, what's been going on and how other companies are, are treating them. So it's been a really cool, awesome opportunity for us to learn from the community and also help build this digital online community. Um, there's everyone from people who are still in the office, on the production floor, there's people who are working from home. And unfortunately, there are some people that, you know, are actually out of work right now. And so we've had this opportunity to bridge all the different gaps through this digital online community that I don't think was possible nine months ago. Yeah, that's, that's really fantastic to hear. And like, I know for me, I, I started working at home you know, back in March when the pandemic hit and our company uh, tech, we were, we were situated pretty well with the technology and processes we had in place that, you know, it, we, we got the, we got the go ahead to everybody works from home now. And I think it was like 2,500 to 3000 people just overnight moved to working from home. But we were, we're a big company. We're got locations around the world. Like we were set up to do that. So many of those smaller companies just aren't, don't have, didn't have the ability to do that rate as quickly. And luckily for companies like Zoom and Microsoft and all those other ones that were provided the, uh, uh, the digital communication platforms have been out there. And, and then looking at what you guys are doing with your maintenance community is, it's been so great to see people and, and companies coming together and building up this stuff for uh, our community. So I guess that ties into my next question is why did you decide to create the community and what's your experience been building it up? You know, nothing short of phenomenal, the, the experience so far. <laughs> I've been so proud of the team. So cool to see the, the entire community show up in the way that it has. But I also know that there's still a long way for us to go. I know that we have, we've touched and We've added over 3,000 people in the industry to our, our small little community. But in the grand scheme of things, like I mentioned, that's still a very small piece of the, the entire community at large. A lot of people ask me, why did we start this community? Like, what, what are Upkeep's intentions? And I'll be very transparent here because it's, it's one at a very, very pure heart. Um, a lot of companies, they do like a 1% give back. And I'm sure. Uh, a lot of, there, there are a lot of companies that do this and say, we're going to pledge 1% of our revenue, blah, 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 to doing good and supporting, you know, some sort of nonprofit X, Y, or Z. Uh, what we said is that we build software in a very niche industry, very niche vertical. And what we've always said is that maintenance and reliability often gets swept under the rug. Maintenance and reliability commonly uh, you, you don't really think about them until something bad goes, bad happens. So we, we were very intentional. 
we said, hey, we want to donate and we want to support our community through just a very do-good arm to support the, the entire industry. But it's not going to just be like, you know, hey, we're going to donate 1% to do good for the world. We're going to donate 1%. We're going to donate more than that to make sure that we support and up-level and elevate the entire industry, this profession, in this the maintenance and reliability community. So that's the real core reason of why we started this. Our community is supported by three different pillars. One is to build connection, to help other people in this industry to build, build connection with one another. Two is to learn from one another. So that's this knowledge piece. And three is just do good for the community uh, as a whole. Um, do, do right by the people that work in this industry, elevate the profession and get more people excited about maintenance and reliability. That's why we started it. And that's why I'm super excited uh, to continue building out this community that I feel like we've just, uh, we've just laid the, the groundworks for. Yeah, absolutely. And I've been really impressed with the number of people that have, have jumped onto your, uh, your maintenance community. Um, uh, you know, it's, I've been watching some of the conversations and the, and the support that's been given throughout uh, has been, has been really great. And, you know, I know I've posted a couple of our podcast episodes on there and the response we've gotten uh, from the community has just been fantastic. So no, I really appreciate you putting that together. Now, what are the benefits and advantages of being a part of an online community? And how do you think the members can get the most out of, out of this community that you have put together? I mean, it's a, it's a really interesting question because Essentially, what we talked about was like a lot of people are now being able to work from home, you know, in this environment, in this profession that typically was a very hands-on role. I mean, you know, again, there still are a lot of people that are hands-on, but what has happened as a result of COVID is that now people that weren't as digital now have the opportunity to be a little bit more digital. But what has also happened is that Without the right digital tools, software tools, technology tools, you can actually feel and be a lot more isolated from one another. You know, you, you're a lot more isolated from the in-office crew, or maybe you only go in, you know, three out of the day, three out of five days of the week. You're still you're isolated those two out of five days. And so what we find a lot of people coming to the community for are exactly the three things that we that we mentioned. People come to the community so that they can basically connect with other people. And we're talking about like what happened at the beginning of COVID. You saw a lot of messages amongst different people in our community asking, hey, what's your company doing around X, Y, and Z problem around, you know, COVID restrictions and how to maintain or, uh, you know, different technologies tools that they use to help support this transition to work from home. You know, who are they? Uh, pushing to work from home versus who's being required to come into the office. There's a lot of like community connection around really relevant, pressing, urgent things. Two was all, is all centered around education and knowledge. Um, so the, the you know, let's call it like benefits of joining our, our community. Hopefully we learn a thing or two. I mean, we've got some really amazing, amazingly, you know, smart, knowledgeable, uh, experienced folks in our community that have basically said they're going to donate their time to helping other people in the industry. So hopefully, 
you know, you, you get to learn a, a thing or two. I definitely have. Um, over the past couple months, we've hosted over 30 webinars with some really, really top-notch experienced people in the field. That's definitely not me, at least not yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then thirdly, like you come, to, you come to the community to do good. You come to the community to support uh, the entire industry, elevate the entire industry, and get more people excited. Um, in terms of like, you know, how, how to get the most out of joining a community, introduce yourself. Um, don't be afraid to ask questions. When we say that there are a ton of extremely, extraordinarily experienced people in the community, there are. Um, don't get intimidated be because they ultimately just want to help you. Um, it's really cool to see that the community step up in the way that they have. Um, don't be shy. Don't hesitate. Ask questions. Um, you know, there's a common saying, there's no such thing as a stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I had uh, Bob Latino on the show a couple, uh, a couple episodes ago. And um, he, he was talking about, you know, a lot of that knowledge leaving um, the different organizations with the the baby boomers all retiring and i've seen in your community that you've had a lot of those highly skilled individuals that have been in the field for a long time joining the community and sharing sharing their experience so it's been it's been really great to see the uptick in people that are using it and, and the skill sets that are in there i've been really impressed i mean absolutely I, the, the people that come into our community like they're not being paid for it. It's, it's just so cool to see people just wanting to support other people in the field. And I think it goes back to this root problem, which is, you know, oftentimes uh, maintenance and reliability are kind of the first one, first department to, uh, um, unfortunately, a lot of businesses kind of forget and get swept under the rug. And so building this online community of people that are all in the same industry, facing a lot of the same problems. Um, it's been really cool to see people step up in, in this industry. Um, we've had some really cool people just volunteer their time, support other people, and some of, some of these like big problems that they're facing within their organization. And it's um, all because people just want to do good and support other people in the industry. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's, you know, in a lot of these, like I know podcasts, it's not like there's money in podcasts, right? Like it's or at least not maintenance and reliability ones. Um, and it's, it's just a matter of that, that connecting with people and developing your skill sets. And like, I learned so much from all the people that come on the show and, you know, looking at uh, and watching the conversations on, on Slack. It's, it's just, it's similar conversations, just so much more detailed. Um, so, you know, I, I guess that ties in nicely with my next question. What successes have you seen with your online community? Um, do you have any specific examples of somebody that came, came to, came to the, the maintenance community on Slack and was, got something really valuable from it? I know there's lots of cases, but uh, is there any that really stand out? I mean, there's, it's happening every single day, but I think the, the goal of a community is, is and should never be just like a one-way thing where someone comes to us and, you know, upkeep and then we help answer a question. We've done that numerous times. But the pieces, the areas that I get most excited by is when 
people start creating connections with other people in the community without us ever having to, you know, step in and say anything. And so we're starting to see that already. And it's really cool. A lot of, a lot of people in the industry, you know, I'm good friends with Shadrach, who's, who's also in our community. He's a reliability engineer, reliability leader at Dow. And he's told me that he's had a few conversations of people just, you know, in a sidebar conversation, reach out to Shadrach and ask him a few questions, few questions about how they manage their reliability program at Dow. And, you know, these types of conversations weren't facilitated by, you know, me, by upkeep, by, uh, you know, anyone on our team. This was just helping other people foster and find their own connections. And that's, those types of connections are the most meaningful to me. I love that. And I, lo and I love seeing when that happens. You know, in terms of successes, we see these all the time. And, you know, oftentimes we actually don't see the successes because they are actually happening uh, individually. But what I can tell you is that, like you mentioned, Steve, we, we've uh, added over 3,000 people to our community within the last three, four months. We've held over 30 webinars. We're throwing this big carnival. Um, and what we've heard from people in the community is that you know, they felt less alone. They felt less alone. They feel more acknowledged. Um, even in this period of extended isolation due to what's going on in the world, uh, these types of seemingly small things mean the world of a difference to me, knowing that you know, I'm, I and we are doing something that impacts people's lives. So, yeah, it's kind of a long-winded answer to say that, you know, these things are happening every single day. I feel so incredibly good about it. And I, I think the only thing that, you know, I have a little bit of like, man, um, it, it, it's just about like our breath. I want to do more. I want to do more good for the people in, in our industry. I know that, yes, we've touched and we've reached 3,000 uh, folks in the maintenance reliability industry, but I know that the industry is way bigger than, than just that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, talking about it, you know, I get that question all the time. Whenever we're thinking of doing new things or implementing new projects, the, the first question is, is, well, how's everybody else doing it? And before to actually get that answer, it's like, well, do you know somebody at this company? Are they allowed? Are they going to tell you anything? Now it's so great. You can, you can just go, hey, anybody have experience with this or whatever problem you're seeing? And somebody's going to jump on it. Like you've got people from every industry on there. You got mining, you got oil and gas, you've got manufacturing. Like there's, there's so many different people, with so many different types of experience out there to help you out. And yeah, they're all I'm willing. I think that's the biggest thing is they're willing to help. <laughs> Exactly. You know, there's so many people, different experiences, different geographic locations, different industries. And like you mentioned, people are willing to help. And I think it's a lot of because of what's going on right now and this shift in digitization of, of uh, the workforce. And we're starting to see more people come online, be, be more digital and interact with people and feel more comfortable interacting with people in a digital fashion. And so I feel like we've got almost gotten very lucky starting this online digital community during this time and period where we're starting to see more people come online. It's been really cool. Yeah. I, and I really like what you said there with like feeling more comfortable with the digital space. 
that's been one thing with the pandemic that I, I've noticed a lot of is, you know, we were doing Zoom calls beforehand. Um, and I, I met my wife when I was when I was quite young and she was over in the Netherlands and we were video chatting before it was before it was uh, the thing to do. And um, back on the old MSN days and then um, <laughs> and and now like my uh, she lived she's obviously with me here in Canada and her family's still back in the Netherlands and FaceTime and all those technologies. And we've been comfortable with it for, for a long time, but it hasn't been the case for everybody. Like uh, the exposure to it is just really recently happening. And it's great to see more cameras turning on, getting that face-to-face interaction. Like I feel like I've met so many more people that I would normally just talk to on the phone just because they're willing to turn on, turn on their camera and chat with me and it's been really great to see and and yeah so any way we increase that and get people more comfortable with the different ways to communicate is is just great where can people find out more about you and the events and activities that are going on um you mentioned that you've done 30 30 or so webinars from like i know you've had uh, Bob Latino has been on there. I think Dylan Day, he was a, a previous guest on the podcast, did one. And that's obviously two of a large variety. Where can people find out more about what's going on, what, what the schedule is? Absolutely. I mean, I, I, obviously, Stephen, you know the answer. It's going it's to be <laughs> find me on the maintenance community. It's a, it's a Slack group. Shoot me a, a direct message. And if you're curious about how to join, um, go to upkeep.org. Um, this is our community website that's based that that's purely dedicated towards those three core pillars um, connection education and doing good for our industry and specifically the maintenance reliability industry so go to upkeep.org join our community shoot me a message on slack you can also shoot me uh, an email at ryan chan at onupkeep.com you can also follow me on LinkedIn, I'm very active and you know, kind of just share what, what's been going on in the entire upkeep world every single day. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a way to follow me in, in my journey. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I'll be sure to put all of that in, in the podcast description and you'll be able to find it on our, our, our new website that launched a few weeks ago, maintenancedisrupted.com. Um, yeah. And so I guess my final question is do you have any any resources you can share with our listeners yeah again everything is is on our website the upkeep.org community website um there's tons of free webinars that we've done in the past join our slack group um you know and just be part of the community uh, th- that's the best way to uh, not only consume our the, the resources the educational resources that we put up but also be a part of the discussion um so really excited to have all the listeners come and join our community really excited by it and steven i love the new rebranded podcast name (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah thanks we've got we've gotten a lot of good feedback on it already so uh great to hear that's great ryan i really appreciate your time thanks for thanks for joining me on the on the podcast today and sharing with what you're doing in the maintenance community I know I really appreciate the resources you have made available to everybody and the fact that they're free and you can connect with so many amazing experts 
for for absolutely nothing just because they want to help they're curious about other industries curious about other places so thank you for putting that together and thanks for being on on the podcast today thanks Stephen, and thank you to all of our listeners as well you know hearing me blabber about the maintenance community and why i'm so passionate about it well, that's the, and I've said this a few times in a couple episodes, that's the perks of having a podcast is you get to get on whatever soapbox, you get to get on whatever topic you want, and hopefully the listeners don't turn it off, but <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but thanks, Ryan, and have a great rest of your day. Thanks, Stephen.